Welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 190. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And I went to AIM Expo and you didn't. <sighs> well, if it if it makes you feel any better, I got to do some really fun stuff. Did you? Yeah, so my, my sidecar wheel, I, I left work and it was kind of making this grr, grr, you know, like I'm about to shit myself kind of noise, the, the unsettling bearing noise. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out it was unsettling bearings. Um I took them out. They were dry. One was dry, and one was so full of rust and cheese that it barely moved. Oh, wow. Which, it turns out, is bad. On bearings, yeah. Yes. So so I think what I found is I found the butcher's bill for this having... It looks... I mean, you know, the sidecar looks brand new. Mm -hmm. With a couple, like, noticeable bumps and cracks, but, like, you know... But it is Basically new. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not. Um, (laughs) And clearly, this is the butcher's bill for it sitting out in, like, the rain in Portland, Uh Oregon for a year. Just being... Living out in the elements. Yep. Not doing nothing. Being in the elements, doing yeah. nothing. So that was your fun? Yeah, that was my fun. I got to meet all kinds of cool industry people. Mm-hmm. I got the ride. I I don't... I'm, I'm trying to think if it's possible for me to hate you anymore right now, but I don't think it is. New bikes. I rode an mm-hmm. FZ10. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a BMW. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, the Kawasaki Z900. Mm-hmm. Um, a, what else did I ride? I rode like one more... Oh, a Harley Fat Bob. Mm-hmm. I got free shit. Mm-hmm. I got like free wireless Bluetooth mm-hmm. headphones, mm-hmm. a free carry bag from BMW. Mm-hmm. It was uh, free food, free beer, a lot of free beer. Can you feel me not liking you right now? <laughs> can you feel the? Can you feel the 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 the? Remember Nicole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was pouring me beer. Oh man. Yeah. Free Nicole beer. seems like she'd be wicked fun to just hang out with. I mean, it was, admittedly, it was Bud Light, but it was still free. Okay. No, you you specified beer. For the record, it was beerish. Mm. Well, there were, we met another dude that gave me free uh, free bottles of uh, some local beer that was okay. Really, I really, you know, I don't like beer. Yeah, this stuff was good. Mm? It wasn't very hoppy at all, so mm. I, I just really tasted good. Cool. Yeah, it was nice. I think there's, I think there's a thank God. I think there's a reaction to the over hoppiness that the hipsters like in their beer now. Yeah. And so like the guys who like the ambers like me are like yes, yes, fucking yes, yes. Just get away Just, from that. It's like like a little a little hop is okay. Yeah. But it's it's there it's there as an accent. It's not like the reason you drink the beer. You don't drink the beer for hops. Yeah. It's like like chewing on pine boughs. You drink the beer for the alcohol. You drink the beer for the beer. You, <laughs> no, no, you drink it for the beer. For the taste and the, the, the complex flavor. And then, like, you know, if there's a little hop to add some, that's fine. You right? drink the beer to black out so you don't remember the horrible decisions you make. I remember them anyway. <laughs> I, never, I, never, I never got that. I was never the forget the dumb things I did. I look back at them and laugh, and some of them make good stories. Others of them make really awful stories. But I forget. I've forgotten quite a few. Thank God. I'm mm. glad I don't remember those. Oh, I don't want to know it. I don't want to remember what it's like to vomit straight up do and then rem- have it come down. Do you remember AIM Expo? I do remember AIM Expo. Let's get another reminder. All right, so we're on with Roe. <laughs> okay. Todd's ticklish. Bitch. Listener secret. Hold on. Before we go any further, Todd, did you get your mead? I, I got I got my mead. Thank you for thinking of me and sending me mead. Okay. Did well, you get all six bottles of it? Uh, I only took home three. There's only two here. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's right. I we you drank only the, gave you most one. of it. That's that's the story <laughs> we're going with. Yeah. I drank the big one, and then you drank like a bunch of the little ones. 
plus a six pack of Mike's hard iced tea. So now we're just going to have to edit that all in. Yeah. So have fun with that. That's going to be the outtakes. Yes. Yeah, so right. if you hadn't, if you hadn't picked up on it, Roe got to go to the AIM Expo with Chuck listeners. Yes. Well, I stayed at home and suffered last week all alone. Yep. By myself. All by myself. You were here with your family. That's true. Wanna be all by and I thought to myself, myself. Look what you did. Okay. And he's done. singing. Oh, Lord. Uh, <sighs> he does that when he's drinking off, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's So, Ro, so Ro and Chuck got to stay together in the, uh, the, well, tell, tell us, tell us about the excellent hotel room first. <clears throat> some of us, That's, some of us got the Do you want me version. to or do you want Chuck to? Oh, I, I, I'm curious to hear Ro's description of the hotel. Uh, you knew my description all weekend long. Okay. Well, he said it was a Days Inn, and Days Inn normally has a somewhat decent standard of expectation when you go to one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we pull off the freeway to, to go to this place, and we get in there, and it's next to some, what was it, livestock presentation area or something like that? It was like- next to a fairground. An yeah. Expo Center fairground, mm-hmm. like yeah. the Utah sure, the state yeah. fairground. It was next so, to that. Yeah, we pull in, and um, there was a woman in the parking lot that was missing some teeth that could possibly, probably was a meth head. Um, then possibly, we look over. Probably was a prostitute. Very, very possible. Um, and then we go in to check into the office, and the pool there is obviously covered up and out of commission. And it's got a sign on there that says pool closed to technical issues, and it looks like it's been closed for quite some time. It's full of bodies. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, there was a red Pontiac GT, I believe it was, parked in the parking lot, missing yep. a license plate with three flat tires and various pieces of the car taken off that had been there for quite some time. I've, I've seen that car. I, I've, I've gotten out of that car in Grand Theft Auto and walked away. <laughs> That's probably what <laughs> it know, was. If you evade the police, you're like, well, anyone that isn't such a shitbag now. So <laughs> we walk into the room, and of course it has that. It was it was a hotel where the doors were on the outside, mm-hmm. which always oh, contributes oh, to a higher rate of crime and prostitution, whatever, because... Mm-hmm. It was a motel, you know. Sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it, uh, you walk in, and it immediately has that um, strange hotel funk smell to it. And uh, we walk in, and there appears to be a what what could be a human-sized blood stain on the floor at the foot of the bed that I was sleeping in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the bathroom door had a big indentation in it where it looked like somebody had smashed the door in to try to get into the bathroom. Sure, yeah. Um, should I tell them about the sheets? Yeah, tell them about the sheets. I was okay. I was wondering if you were going to leave that out. So, um, later on that night after, you know, we get all settled in and stuff, I'm pulling the sheets back because, hey, everybody has sex on top of the sheets when they're filming their porno or getting their prostitutes or whatever. Yeah. I lift up one of the sheets and there are what appear to be, um, seminal Biologicals. stains. Biological <laughs> seminal stains oh, on good. said sheets. And I oh, hold yes. them up and you can almost like see through the light through sure. them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. So I said, you know, I think next time I go on a trip with you, I'm just going to bring a black light. And he said, do you really want to know? And I said, no, nah, I don't think I do. <laughs> There's nothing about that place you wanted to hit with a black light. No. <laughs> it just lights no. up. I no. think the, the stains were more oily because they really were kind of translucent. Like someone was eating chicken wings in bed? Or using lube. Um, or, or, yeah, using uh, a petroleum-based uh, based product. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, more than likely. Um, I'm going to go with chicken wings, because that sounds safer. That sounds yeah. less horrible. Yeah, yeah it sounds um, less horrible. I will note for the record, though, I was paying very close attention to the um, to the people who come in and take care of the rooms and stuff. And I noted that every day that we were there, uh, Juan Lopez, the um, 
um, Latino-looking gentleman who was doing the room maintenance did change the sheets in every room every single day. So I, I really don't believe that. Um, I, I don't think that I, I had sloppy seconds as far as the bed went. Well, what, so what, what Roe missed is while he was changing the sheets, he really just moved them one room down. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, they weren't being washed. Excuse me, sir. Do you guys do you guys actually change these sheets? Oh yeah. See. Yeah, see, we change them every sheets. day. In sheets, yes. You change rooms with sheets, yeah. You, you change the rooms with the sheets? I don't speak English. <laughs> Angry emails from Mexico now. now. <laughs> and go. So yeah, it was. I mean, I don't. I don't blame Chuck. Chuck was going for price and close. You know, it, it's just. Um, yeah, it was like, like when I five booked miles rooms, from the place. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm very. Um, I'm very. I'll use the term anal. I'm very anal about when I book hotel rooms, and I go through and read all of the reviews, and mm-hmm. you know, make sure I'm getting someplace where I'm not going to get shanked in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Didn't somebody? You said somebody knocked on the door at like two o'clock in the morning the day the night that you left or something like that too when i was out right, cold yeah. yeah so the the night i was uh i, I had like a 6 a.m flight yeah so i was planning to leave the hotel about 4 a.m so i'm mm-hmm. like why well, go to sleep i'll just stay sure, up yeah. playing video games right 2 30 in the morning someone just starts going i'm just like everyone in this room's asleep <laughs> Definitely not getting up and answering the door. <laughs> Robe farted and rolled over, and I'm just like, well, he's closest to the door, so yeah, he'll he'll absorb a few knife wounds. <laughs> by that time, I'll have something sharp. Uh, it, I mean, it no, was by that time, I will be down the street, yeah. maybe at the McDonald's, ordering a Big Mac, pretending I don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. The McDonald's that dropped my food and then gave my order to somebody else. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm hearing I'm hearing the trick here is don't travel with Roe. Well that it depends who you are. The trick could be don't travel with me mm-hmm. or don't travel with Roe. Ah, okay. <laughs> it depends on your point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't bad, it was just interesting. So, you know, it, it, was, it had doors, walls and a ceiling. That's sure. It did. Yeah. Which was kind of what you were after. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. you know, I'm not f- a fancy princess who gets to spend his nights in the Hyatt Hotel. The Hyatt with Dale. facial and body soap. With facial and body soap, Dale. Yeah. Different Dale. soaps. Wow. Yes. Yep. And a and a like an actual guard with security. <laughs> <sighs> so, but yeah. it was still fun. Yeah, it was cool. And this is your first time being at something like that, right? Motorcycle-wise, yes. I've been to other things for, like, nerdy gamer conventions and comic cons and things like that. So I had a little bit of an idea of what to expect. Uh, but I've never been on a media day when it was just, you know, the cool kids. When it's empty. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so I got I, – since it was your first time, Ro, what was your favorite thing just off the top of your head? Uh, the, the, definitely the motorcycle demos. That was yeah. absolutely the, the funnest thing there. I mean, I'll, I liked all of it. I, if you want me to be honest with you, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of ass-kissing here. First off, I really, really want to thank you guys for allowing me to go and be a part of this and be able to help out with the show. Aww. The other thing I really liked is I liked really going there and just pushing Chuck to say, go interview that guy. You know, give me the camera. Thank, thank you so phone. much for doing that. 
I, I, I really, really did like that. I, I thought I, I was having a blast doing that. Hopefully, if you post the videos, I haven't seen any of the videos that I shot. I tried to do the best I could, but Chuck would be like, I'm like, no, you stand here. You, sir, stand here. Um, like we did an interview with a, a helmet manufacturer and they were standing in front of a black background. The guy had a black shirt and he had a black helmet. I'm like, no, 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 no. We need something that'll pop, you know? And Chuck's like, oh, look at you, Mr. Professional. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, this is how you get video. So, let me just yeah. say that the, Hotels aren't the only thing he's anal about. <laughs> Good. He but also it, likes it in the butt. What? Besides that, it was very important anal. to me mm. that um that you know everything look as good and sound as good as it possibly mm-hmm. could. But I I really really did enjoy that. Having said all that, I, I liked I really liked the motorcycle demos and the motorcycle yeah. rides. Mm-hmm. So and watching Chuck run around like an asshole, like a little kid playing with other bikes and making weird robotic noises and things like that. Okay, 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 but but come on. The Transformers one? That shit it was fun. Well, I didn't I was, know what was going on. I was trying to put my daughter to sleep when I watched that. I was laughing so loud she woke up and yelled at me. See, my problem was I didn't know what he was doing. I saw him from a distance just running back and forth with a camera. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, nothing. Just go away. You know, he's like, you know. nothing. Knock first. Knock. Yeah, I, I didn't have any idea. So I would see him doing this stuff. Like, I, I think he purposely waited till he was away from me to act like a child, which was fine. He could have acted like a child in front of me. I probably would have enhanced the child like behavior no, I, I didn't purposely wait that's just when the idea came yeah you, you were really busy checking out all the yamaha so yeah okay yeah i'll, I'll agree with that but you know I, I the whole thing i really why, why would i thing. purposely wait <laughs> what, 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 what would, I would ever give you the idea of him he, he yeah. was very compulsive, you know, I, for the most part. I went up to uh, to strippers and or models and like, can you make these posters out to my boss? Because <laughs> it was it was kind of fun. We were walking around the Honda booth, mm-hmm. you know, doing sure. goofy stuff. Well, by the time by the time listeners are hearing this, they should be able to see some of the videos online. Yeehaw! We have a, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of video and audio There's footage. Loads to of edit. material. We've got interviews with Harley. Mm-hmm. We have interviews with KTM. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an interview with Senna. They showed us what looks like a like a ninety five percent there production ready version of that helmet. Ooh, and but they've got Chuck. How's it shaped? Uh, I didn't try to put it on. Um, I don't know. Um, but here's the fun, the cool thing. Um, they have multiple versions of that helmet coming Ooh. because Senna can't do one of any goddamn thing. No, certainly not. No, no, they have no. to have like 20 no. different, you know, right. like the C, B, X. They, as, as long as one of them is like the, the idiotic, the oval, we're still <laughs> all over that. Senna, are you listening? I, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to be a sponsor on Wheel Nerds? Didn't you get again, some business last time again, from your sponsorship on Wheel Nerds? Don't we do a great job at talking about how great your high-quality products, like the 10S, which I use every day. The 10C, which we use to do the ride uh, videos. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave a good interview, though. He did, he really did. I think his interview was about 25 to 30 minutes long. And, Rick was um, awesome. Rick is yeah, Rick was great. Because at first he said, well, I, I can't do it, right? And then there was some discussion, and they said, yeah, go ahead, which I'm glad he did. Mm-hmm. And that was another instance where I was like, all right, we need to rearrange this, this, and this. But <laughs> yeah, Ro was mo- rearranging their booth. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand why I did it, though? Do you oh, see yeah, why? I understand you know, why you did it. But. <laughs> it made perfect sense after it was all done over. I do want to talk about one thing, though. The Honda NM4 uh, Judge Dread motorcycle. Oh, yeah, that- which sadly <laughs> wasn't being demoed. No, Aww. it wasn't. I, I kind of it, it's it's their automatic motorcycle that looks like the Judge Dread bike and that back seat 
does fold up to form a backrest, and if it, oh, you know, okay. I didn't know that, which would make it would actually make it a lot more comfortable. Kind of like kind of like the Buell Beaver Tail thing you do. Yeah, yeah, that's what um, we were fucking around with on the, the live stream. Uh, but, yeah. Do you do you know uh, Todd which bike I'm talking about? I do actually. I, that was one of the ones I got to see live. I kind of wish I got to, I would have gotten to ride that thing because I ran I rode the other automatic one they got the CT 700, mm-hmm. um, and I understand that the the uh, NM4 works pretty much the same way. It's got the same motor and everything. It's just yeah. an altered chassis. It looks so ridiculously futuristic that. I don't know if I would laugh at a person riding this, or I don't know what I would think. You I, know, I suspect what's going to happen is it's going to go the way of the katana. People will be like, okay, that that's kind of weird. And in a little bit, people will be like, ah, oh, it's fuck ugly. People hated that. And then like 15, 20 years down the road, people are going to be like, you know, it was an interesting idea. It, it was ahead of its time. I could get one right now for two grand. <laughs> Can you really? No, no, oh, that's okay. what they'll say. Okay. Years <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'd buy one for two grand for, for giggles, but, but uh, it's not made for a person of my size. But it was such a, like, we're filming this, and he's all like, you know, we're, we're acting like Judge Dredd. I'm like, you can't pull me over. I never got the law. I am the law. What was the other thing mm-hmm. I said? Yours, if you can never get it to work. Because it, it, all you need is a Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd helmet, and you're ready to go. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. such a ridiculously... It's like over futuristic. It was a lawmaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was sure. no doubt. Yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. a lawmaster. They had that in mind. Yeah, and then um, Harley gave us a really good interview. I think Harley, yep. I think Senna and Harley gave us probably the two best interviews. Yep. And um, I was really surprised by how many people did not want to go on camera. Like getting people to go on camera to talk about products in any way, shape, or form was like pulling teeth, let alone getting an interview with anybody, period. We did one interview. I don't want to say who it was because you may or may not use that video. I'll say that we did a couple, but we did one. It was where just walking by, and I was like, you want to get an interview with this guy? And he was even like, I don't know. And then finally he did give an interview, and it wasn't that yeah. bad. Um, he was still like, what What do I say? Yeah, everybody <laughs> like, said just, that. We just answer questions, man. We're not going to bust your balls about it. Yeah, everybody yeah. was like that. We They'd talk to us, and I'd say... to fear the wheel nerds. We'd like, you guys want to go on camera and talk about it? They're like, no. And we're, we're, what are you going to say? And I'm like, literally what you just told us. Just go on camera. Like, and So many people were just like, I would love to talk to you about this, but I can't speak for the company. In, you're in the booth. You're speaking for the company. Exactly. Fuck in a you. way that's recorded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, what am I going to say? Like, but this is like the media day. We're Who the do freaking you think media. Here? Um, well, that was my theory. I'm like, clearly, clearly, what they're planning to do is hand out pamphlets of yeah. like, here is the here is the brochure. I want you to report this as though it's news. Okay. Wink, nudge. Yeah. And then there's the media hub where they do the PR presentations. And yeah. You're supposed to just take that. Like Indian. Yeah, fuck that. Indian noise. walked me through everything on their motorcycles while Chuck was off doing something else. I had a great talk with Indian motorcycles, and I can't remember which one I was looking at, but they went through everything on me. And then when Chuck came over, we were checking out the new Scout, and we were talking about the mirrors and stuff and there was somebody there and i was like hey can we talk to somebody and they're like no we can't talk about the motorcycles we can't represent them and i was like you literally just told me every single thing here here is the plan for vegas and i'm going to tell you guys this now and i'm going to tell you again later so you don't forget you don't fucking ask just pull out a camera and be like boo you're live (laughs) no you just 
fucking go. It's a media day. They're there representing something. They're in a pseudo public place. We're going to go up and we start fucking talking to him and asking him questions. And I'm going to turn on the Todd, like weird, greasy charisma to maximum. <laughs> and well, they're going to be too busy talking to me. They want I don't know, know if we can do that. If Rose there going, wait, 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 well, no, we need to rearrange half your booth before we well, do this. The people that did give us permission, well, we, we, I think even with Harley, I kind of did that. I said, you stand here and there's, but the reason oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> well, yeah, but the thing is he knew why I was doing it. Cause everybody yeah. that I did that to, as soon as they realized I was doing that to give their product exposure, they immediately were cool about it. They're like, Oh, yeah, that's I why just, we're standing apart. So I can zoom in on the bike not- and, you know. We're not going to be able to ninja that shit if we're going to do that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, exactly. That, 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 that's and, fun. you know, I can't jab a lav mic onto someone's lapel and be like, <laughs> how, how are you doing? Oh, you've, you've got some pizza sauce Actually, right there. I'll <laughs> even go on the record as saying compared to what we had to go through with most people, Harley was very, very cool. Well, uh, Harley's, yeah, we just had to wait. I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, Harley's marketing department is not stupid. Well, the guy that we interviewed, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But he was, yeah, he was very cool. Like he was, he was pretty much on board right off the bat. The only thing we had to assure these people is we're not going to throw any hardballs or gotcha questions at you. You know, and he, he, there was a couple of questions that I won't repeat, but he said, I won't answer this question. I won't answer that question. And we said, we're not going to ask. We're not even interested in those questions, but he made it very clear. This is stuff that I won't talk about, but I will talk about this stuff. And um, now, now, okay, back up. Now, now I gotta know what 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 was the answer. Um, well, I'll, I'll Chuck can tell tell you about that later or whatever because I'm not really part of the wheel nerds thing. I don't want to. Oh, just tell me. Actually, I don't, really I don't even. I don't know what you're he talking about. Actually, he's, he's I don't. Helpless. I don't. I don't even completely remember what it was that he specifically said. But I remember we said we're not interested in that. We're interested in this, this, and this. I kind of remember that conversation. Was that with Harley? Yeah, because he's uh, there was something to do about something with the industry and. Me and you are both like we don't we don't even care about that. You know, we want to know what's what's special I don't about remember you know what it was. Yeah, we were gonna ask him about the electric motorcycle and he said, Well there's not much to talk about with it, but we never actually yeah. got to that. Um mm-hmm. also Har- Harley was another one that actually walked us around their booth. But I was like, yeah. like, uh, can I say, can I say who the one who didn't want to give us the actual? Uh, he, we ended up getting an audio interview, but there was one that didn't want to give us a video. Yeah, it was KTM. Yeah, KTM. Yeah. yeah, which kind of was, I was like, okay, cool, I can walk away. I don't have to be the guy walking around with a camera like an idiot. But what's funny about KTM was, like, when you look at the KTM bike, there was all these really cool features on there that you actually have to see to appreciate, like their their cool dashboard touchscreen, right. the little pouches where you can put your cell phone, all this really neat stuff. And he's like, well, I don't want to go on video and talk about it on video, but I'll talk about it on audio. And me and Chuck are like, well, that's great, but what the heck? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to give you a demo of how the, the video the the dash system works and all the computers are I set up. I'm like, well, we're going to record just you making beeping noises. I mean, yeah, that's that's basically what it was. I don't know how good of an interview he gave because I ended up walking away and talking to somebody else, but it was good. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. He, he's, he owns that bike. He's passionate about Mm -hmm. it. He wanted to talk about it, but he was just really nervous and he had to go get permission from someone to to talk about the bike. Yeah. Hmm. And he did seem like he relaxed a little bit. At first, his sphincter was that extremely was, uh, clenched, and then by the end of the interview, he was—you know—he had no problem at all. We ran into that a lot, where they had to go find someone, like a marketing someone, to talk and ask for permission. Yeah, on media day. Yes. What? Yeah, what that's, they, that is, that was what blew I, me away about. The most yeah. unexpected thing for the show for me was the fact that nobody wanted to to talk about, and that's to media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was not the most unexpected thing for me. The most unexpected thing for me is who wasn't there. 
BMW did not have a booth. Inside, correct. Huh. Yeah. You know, no, I don't even, people threw that caveat out there, and when you asked them about it, that was the caveat they used, but that's bullshit. All they had outside was a demo. The demo truck, which they just roll up. Right. Wherever. They, they didn't make anything special. That was their demo truck. They had no inside booth. Ducati huh. had nothing. Wow. No presence whatsoever. All these small companies we're used to seeing there, uh-huh. Keylight, not there. Wow. Uh, the vendor row, vendor area, a uh. lot smaller. Is that just, is um, it because Schubert, not there. Are they like, are they like saving up their pennies for next year? That's what, they? you know, we, we did a, uh, we did a, a round table at the end of the first day with Cafe Racer, mm-hmm. Cleveland Moto, mm-hmm. and Throttled. And we're kind of kicking around like maybe they, people were just kind of skipping this year to uh-huh. wait for Vegas. Could be. Um, but I, I mean, Larry talked about how this one was going to be so much bigger. Uh-huh. It didn't feel that way to me. I think yeah. what's going to um, happen is you're going to have like, Again, I've gone to all these other like nerd-oriented conferences for gaming and comic books and stuff. And what's happened in that is industry is that it turns into they have a big West Coast presentation show and they have a big East Coast presentation show. And they'll do that simply for matters of cost and, and time constraints and things like that. They don't want to go to every single show. Primarily sure. because if the media, if they go, if they host five shows a year, the media will probably go to one or two. And then after that, they'll stop coming. And it's, yep. it's not, it's just not cost effective to do that many shows. Sure. So the, but there's not a big, there's not that many more shows this year than, than versus the last four years. There's still only one AIM Expo and IMS still has the same schedule. It's not like where there's a dozen comic cons. Well, the weird thing is, is going, going from lead indicators, you know, the people taking classes, we're fucking stacked this year. Oh, Can-Am wasn't there. I didn't see a shit ton of qual- side-by-sides there. Uh, Maybe everybody dumped their pennies into the side-by-sides and they weren't selling. I don't know. Harley had – this was the first year Harley had their corporate booth there. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it wasn't that much different than when the dealer did it, Hmm. the local dealer did it. Hmm. Um, It was was really weird. Just I I was walking around and I'm just thinking of all these people I'm used to seeing. Sure. Not seeing. I didn't see – What's his name? Uh, the, the, the glove guy, safety guy. Oh, yeah. Your doppelganger guy. Yeah, yeah, Lee Parks. Uh, Lee Parks wasn't well, there. Well, and some of that is he's, he's busier than one legged man in an ass kicking contest right now. Are there always yeah, like 30,000 leather producing companies there in like apparel yes. companies? Always? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there, we had the one guy that was practically there, begging us for an interview. There. Yeah. <laughs> this one well, guy. He couldn't speak English. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, you, you have, you have media? I'm like, yeah, we host a podcast. Oh, come in here, talk to me. And, you know, me and Chuck are kind of silently rolling our eyes to one another like, oh, okay, you know, what do you got? You yeah, know, okay. We found one dude. He's a bicycle parts manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. Like, well, what, he was super cool. He gave us free beer, but he was still like, well, you know, I, I thought I'd check it out. Why the fuck not? Yeah. And he had bought his booth like that day, the day before. Huh. And there was still empty space in that show. Wow. That's bizarre. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe that's what they were trying to and dodge. And you could see other pl- other parts where they were cutting corners. Like in the years past when they've done, you get your pass, mm-hmm. you get a lanyard. Yeah. This year, no plastic stuff. Just sure, a lanyard yeah, just, and a paper. Yeah, low budget. A huh. little, little bit, little corner cutting here and there. Yeah. Which we promptly tossed away and used the Harley Davidson ones that they gave us. Yeah, they were giving them out for free. Yeah. 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 Wear a Harley thing around. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, that kind I of bit us in the ass a few times. People were like, nerd sticker on Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I didn't. And one time we went to some booth. I'm like, oh, I can tell you're a Harley fan. And I'm like, no, I'm just wearing this because they gave it to me to put my sticker <laughs> in, you know? Row, row, <laughs> row. Target market row. Yeah. Uh, well, why do you suppose they would have thought you were a Harley fan and believed that right away? Because I had a Harley lanyard holder on. Because we went by the Harley. Obviously, booth. that was it. Yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with the fact that you're a heavy set man with graying hair. White man. Exactly. Yes. Heavy set white man with graying hair. And what's funny is I'm not. Well, we'll get into that. I'm as, as great as an interview as Harley gave us, which I did. I did appreciate a lot. They they were very cool and very forthcoming Rose, in their interview. But I'm not a Harley Rose fan, and I'm still not a Harley demo fan. guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. So uh, they had right. they had a weird demo. So let's so. let's oh, let's, we'll let's get talk into demos now, because because the, the demos, of course, were one of the that we get some interviews that people get to hear. But talk to us about the demos, because okay. you know, those are ones where we got to talk about Harley first. Yeah, let me let's Starting talk about Harley. Harley first. Let me go. For, how much how much freedom are you guys going to give me to talk about this? Just uh, fucking go. Okay. Nuts. So this was it's our real first, nerds, let's dude. set it up. This was the first year Harley was there as a corporate presence. Uh-huh. So this was the first year that Harley. Corporate was running the demo. This is Big H. It wasn't uh, the local dealer running the demo. <laughs> so they gave us, like, nice... You okay? God. God. He made you Bro, swallow it. It's very sweet of you to have sent me the, sent me the mead. You don't uh, like it? The, uh, the cherry chipotle one is... Uh, uh, I'm trying to find the words. Peppery? Oh, it's not the peppery part. It's, oh, what it's is the, it? It's the, it's the, it starts and you're like, oh, this is a pretty smooth mead. Okay, now I gotta try it. And then, and then the punchline happens. Yes, sir. Oh, you have, have a sip. Okay, Chuck's taking it's a sip. It's a sipping mead. You can't it's just slam it down. It's pretty basic sipping mead. Yeah, take a sip. Okay, wait for it. Yeah, the chipotle smokiness kicks in. Here it comes. Nothing? It's, it's a little bit of a bite when I first took it in my mouth. Oh god, the, it's not it's the got first time you said of, that either, by the way. It's got <laughs> it's got some sort of aftertaste that's hitting me that I'm just like it's like flooring me. Like, is it is it bad? Do we need to call a paramedic or? No, I'm I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. make it, but I tell He's you got what, a chaser I, for it. Oh, I have a chaser for it. That's, well, it's like bad. I apologize that you didn't like the meat that I sent you. He does have other ones that huh. he can offer you. Oh, there's like kind of a sour note. Yeah, there. it's 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 the it's yeah. like the the kind of like the like the compost heap kind of. It's like sense. a sour note. Yeah. yeah, I think I think when they did the peppers, maybe they got like some of the seeds in there. That's what it reminds me of. It's like when you get a big mouthful of pepper seeds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of. Well, he drank all my cherry the the meat the, the meat that I made. He he drank all mm-hmm. of the cherries. He actually put that whole bottle down. I think <laughs> it was really sweet. It was good. Thank it was you. The, right up there with the kind of stuff so I. So right like. right now. Right now, listeners at Harley's are listening, going, "God, fucking damn it!" We're getting there. Oh, we've got a lot to say about Harley. You know what? I'll just start. Oh yeah. So anyhow, me and Chuck walk up there and we sign up. Now, I I didn't know quite what to expect because Harley was literally my first ride, and I I signed up to Mm -hmm. ride the Fat Boy. And I think mm-hmm. Chuck, you got the Fat Bob. Is that what you wrote? I got the I, I got to ride the new Fat Bob. Yeah, and I wrote which I was I've been lusting after. Mm-hmm. Um, so spoiler, not anymore. It was <laughs> literally yeah, exactly. It was literally my first test ride of any kind of these events, and I was I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this Harley. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a shot. So uh, we get up, we get all signed up and everything, and then I walk over, I look at Chuck. And the guy from Harley's telling Chuck, all right, here is the map. You're going to go down this road. You're going to turn down that road. Turn down this road. <laughs> There's a map with a route laid out in yeah. red. Uh-huh. And then you're going to – And it's a square. Gonna, sure. And the guy's like, 
All you got to do is look for the signs with the orange arrow. Uh-huh. One arrow means the turn is coming. The second arrow means turn now. Okay. <laughs> Which And it's mostly all right turns. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... There was me, Chuck, and somebody else. It was a guy from Traverse City, Harley Davidson. Hit this. Well, we didn't know. We didn't plan for him to go with us. Yeah. So, the, the big, big thing up front: there are no demo groups in sure. Harley. Okay. Like no, you just, you're just like here's a bike, here's the bike, take it out, bring it back in about thirty minutes. That's the route we'd like you to take. Oh fuck that noise! <laughs> fuck that eight ways from Sunday. I need the sporty with the backward controls, and I need you to not ask a lot of questions. Well, you could have done that because they didn't give you yeah, a guide. You could have done that. There was no guide. You had you didn't have anyone with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so we're about to block off with on the bikes when this third dude catches up to us. You guys know where to go. Nope. <laughs> We're like, kind of. And I'm like, in right, trust, I'll stick I trust. With you. you know? <laughs> Bro's like, I don't know where to go. I'm just going to follow you. I'm just like, man, they're following me. This is a bad, bad idea. idea. Doom. So, Doomity doom. We take the first turn. We pull up behind this little it's Honda like Saturn. Going, Gilligan, you're in charge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we pull up behind this little Honda Saturn with this little blonde in it. And the other guy is on the left it of her. A, it was a Pontiac Solstice. Pontiac Solstice, correct. Yeah. So the, the other guy's behind him, and Chuck's like, "You gotta get back here. We're getting ready to get on the freeway." And we're oh, yelling yeah, like right after the, the intersection was our our entrance onto the freeway. Yeah, exactly. And he was he had pulled out to the left, and I'm, I'm like waving and yelling at him. And the chick in front of like, us is like, "Oh my god, motorcycles! What am I gonna do?" So I'm like, "Don't yell too loud. You may intimidate the girl and come the car in front of us." And then Chuck's like, "Yeah, we don't want to scare." Her. So then me and Chuck on cue start revving our motors really loud. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yell- I, I yelled, "Don't tell her we're following her. It's a secret." <laughs> then we, re- yeah. Then she like scoots up a little bit and puts her hands up. And you're like, "I don't want to yeah. deal with this." And Chuck loses it. He starts cracking up. So um, then we get on the freeway. Chuck. So then we follow her yeah, onto the freeway. Exactly. <laughs> now the freeway, when you get onto it, you pretty much have to go over four lanes to get over to the next exit to get off. And mm-hmm. I'm all like trying to learn how the bike rides, and I'm like, wow, this bike is pretty much throwing me back. And I will say this: the Harley bikes definitely had badass amounts of power. Like these things wanted to go. They also the wanted to completely good. cook that your testicles. But we'll get that to that. New motor is amazing. Hmm. Yeah, the motor was badass. There was not a doubt in my mind that that thing had power. Like from the get, it was like boom. You you felt it. No well, hesitation. Typical of a Harley yeah. is you get yeah. a lot of grunt right off the bat, and then you start revving it up, and it kind of that's it that's never really lost got. the grunt. I don't think. Huh. Yeah, it was just gobs of power. Yeah. There. Hmm. And it was just really like, felt like brute force kind of power. Mm-hmm. It was cool. So nice. we immediately get on the free. I'm still trying to figure out the bike and I'm getting used to the positioning of the bike. And I'm like, I really don't like how this makes me feel. I didn't like the stance of the bike and stuff. And then I look up and Chuck, did like, your bike have foot forward controls? Mine has, my controls are more like the, uh, like the Stroms. They're pretty much an upward set up, you know, stand, upward up and down position. No, my bike, so it was like a no, my bike, bike had, um, my bike had the worst possible control configuration possible to the point where I'm surprised I still have a right leg. Um, did you did you have floorboards? I had floorboards. I did. Okay, so it was kind of a foot forward position. Yeah, it was. Mine was definitely foot forward. Mine was foot mm-hmm. forward floorboards. Well, it was a combination because you can't have you you can't ride that bike without that kind of controls. Yeah, so it puts you in the seat. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And that's kind of that's terrible. Not, yeah, that's not great. So uh, then Chuck decides to immediately at the very last second cross over into the lane that you're supposed to get into to get off the freeway as I'm heading towards the wrong exit, mm-hmm. and I lose him because well I was heading toward the wrong exit too because I was remembering in my mind 
this route is a square. Mm-hmm. So I was over in the right lane expecting Thinking to go multiple right. right turns, yeah. 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 And it, Whereas see, all this freeway splits and then crosses over itself. Which is, uh, in my opinion, well, we'll get to that. So Chuck takes off, and I'm like, crap. And I pull into the right, I pull into the wrong exit, stop the bike, back up, and get onto the right exit and go. And by then, I've kind of lost them. So you get off the freeway, and where the arrows are supposed to be to turn here, there's no arrows. Now, again, myself and Chuck are not from Columbus, so we have no idea where the hell we're going at all. So I'm just like, I'm winging it. Here we go. So I take off. I go down side streets. Boom. I look up in the distance and there's Chuck and the other guy up ahead of me. I'm like, Oh, I must, I must have found him. I must know where I'm going. And then I lose him again. And again, I'm trying to find my way around and there's a huge cement mixer behind me just like honking its horn at me. <laughs> Much to say, I finally make it back. We get back there. I think I got back there before Chuck and the other guy did. Yeah, we missed the very last turn to get back. Yeah, that there. was very poorly. We just went around the block, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of a good thing because it's that extra time set in how uncomfortable the bike was making me. Yeah, feel. <laughs> I agree. Um, so we got back, and you know, we both got off the bike. Now, the first thing that I'm going to note, and Chuck will as well, is the incredible amount of heat that these bikes put out. Like yeah, yeah. within within five minutes, my legs were just cooking. You know, what I mean, they, they were really, really, really hot. Yeah, it was way more heat than the Buell put out. Wow, to the and that's and it's just right going to your right inner thigh hmm. to the point where at stoplights, I wouldn't put my right leg. Yeah, down. you sure you're not so riding these bikes for shorts. You know, you're they not. Were, uh, I couldn't believe how much heat that thing yeah. was putting out. Hmm. It was basically like. Take a McDonald's heat lamp that they put over top of the fries and just aim that at your thigh. And Ted was like, "Hey, welcome to the world of air cooled bikes." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know the Bandit's air cooled and that doesn't happen." Yeah, I'm like, just "You know, I'm, say two of my bikes are air cool are air cooled and I I don't have that this problem." It's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I'm riding a bike with like 80 year old technology and it's not cooking. And they got bikes. hot fast. I mean, they were getting hot when we were sitting behind that solstice, and that was literally just around the block. I mean, we hadn't even. That guy was uh, the Harley guys were like, yeah, they put out a little heat. We're like a little. This is this is this (laughs) This doesn't seem right. This is not. (laughs) This is why I I could not. I lost my interest in the fat bob because of that amount of heat. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't like the way it looks cool and it rides okay, but I didn't like the sitting on it. I didn't like the posture that it put you in either. I didn't really care for that. Yeah, but you know, you you can do stuff with risers and and bar position. Yeah, risers. Bringing the bike back a few inches probably would have been okay, but uh, but that heat. There's just unless they put in some kind of heat shield or something. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing. No, the Harley guys are like pussies. (laughs) You could just touch a match to this to ride about where your thigh is and light it off even when i was sitting there with my feet on the ground spread out from the bike it was you know yeah you just you can't put your feet down exactly yeah mm-hmm. and what i didn't like about the whole thing is i uh, the other problem was is like the way that they did it well they said it impedes if they would not send out send us out with guides that would have impeded on their philosophy of freedom personal freedom yeah Freedom. And I'm yeah. thinking you guys didn't have enough people to cover this event. <laughs> yeah. And another thing is like that's dangerous because if you're going out and then you're getting on a freeway and you've got to get over four lanes on a, on a freeway, which, you know, there's no arrows. They, they did have arrows at the last second before you got on the exit. I'm thinking, man, come rush hour. You know, you get on the freeway, the highway's full of people, you're trying to learn the bike, you're trying to, maybe you don't are yeah. familiar with the positioning. I thought it was really, really dangerous and kind of stupid. The demo area is in the heart of downtown. Mm-hmm. So you've got to navigate that. Yeah. Oy. And without having, 
with every other ride that we went on, having those navigators and those tail riders, I, I found it rather, it was nice because I didn't have to worry about anything. I just had to follow the people in front of me. So that gave me time to learn the bike, you know, and just get a feel for what it was. With Harley, it's like, where the hell am I going? Where am I going? I'm going to get lost in the city. Interesting. I'm on a $30,000 motorcycle and I'm going to get lost. I'm going to end up in a bad part of town and get mugged by a meth head in front of my hotel. You know, even, even with the, the group rides. Yeah. Come four o'clock on a weekday, it was it was kind of yeah, tough. Just yeah. don't do it. <laughs> it was kind of tough. Yeah. The groups were constantly being split up, having to pull over, wait mm-hmm. to regather. But yeah. even then, you still had the a you still had a tail driver that would come up and get you caught up to the group. Or if the group got separated, the tail driver would still get you back. Yeah, you or something would, you happened. would have a leader. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, there was somebody there to be a leader. So I was <laughs> never worried about where the hell am I. I'm, I was like, oh, okay, the group split up, no big deal. This guy's going to bail us out. You know, how does this cruise control function work? Whereas with Harley, it was like, um, where am I going? What am I doing? You know, that I really thought that putting I understand why they put a freeway part on there because you could feel the power of the bike. But I just thought that was really dangerous for them to do that. You know, I just Mm. I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being a little whiny about it, but I just didn't think that was very cool. I think they drew that map on they drew that route on their map, but didn't actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because uh, the other groups like Yamaha and whatnot, they actually put it. Yeah. Well, Yamaha said they spent four hours putting the route together. Now, the Yamaha one, you weren't actually in the city proper for very long. You left and went a couple of blocks and then you went Mm -hmm. out on some like more open roads. You never really got up to freeway speed, but it was pretty scenic and you didn't. They were I'll give them credit. They had a lot of roads where there weren't a lot of stopping. So you were able to Hmm. wind through the straights. Yeah, a lot of straights. A lot of of, uh, sweepers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think uh, their, their route was better. Yeah. And then I think Honda ended up. Like coming along and stealing the route, and Yamaha was like, "We put four Honda hours." Cup. Yeah, uh, Honda Cup. We were on a Yamaha ride, and the Honda group comes up right behind us. Well, the route, stops. the route was the route was cool, and so it was time for Honda to show up at the end and ruin it. Now <laughs> yeah. that it was cool, yeah, that's kind of what it was. So, uh, yeah, that, that was uh, you know. Then they gave us these hundred dollar headphones at the end of it. Um, which have you used them yet? By the way, have you tried them? Oh yeah, I used them on the plane. I didn't like them. Cool. Man, they don't. They don't. You didn't like no, them. I don't like them. They don't fit in my ears well. But uh, yeah, we looked. Did you at, try any of the other? Oh tips? yeah, I tried all the, all the. I've got weird ears, so you know. I mean, I'm probably still going to use them. Headphones are headphones, you know. So I, you know, whatever, you know, if I, if something one of my other ones isn't charged, I'll toss them on. You definitely can't wear them under the helmet though. If you've if you've got. Oh yeah, they're not helmet. Yeah, no, they're like for the gym. They're the something like corded. Wireless Bluetooth kind of, yeah. I liked them. They mm-hmm. they were fine for me. Yeah. I was like, Kawasaki had a cool demo. Yeah. They had two demo things set up. Okay. One with their small bike and just a closed area. Which I totally messed up. Whip and go <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, I want to ride the, the new Z1000. Oh, Kawasaki. Z1000. Yeah, I, I got you confused there. Go ahead. Yeah, the Z900, I think. Yeah. Oh, they had were sport bikes, though. They didn't have anything else there yeah. but those. Well, okay, so some of that, some of that, you gotta, you gotta remember, Kawasaki is trying to do the thing like Yamaha did, but they separate the star from the Kawasaki. You know, so, so that Yamaha's trying to separate the star from the Yamaha. Kawasaki's trying to make the Vulcan kind of live on its own, mm-hmm. which is dumb, because it's a great brand, Kawasaki Vulcan. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're... They're going to the star motorcycles. But so they, I get on the, the Z900. I hope I'm remembering the model right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the demo leader comes walking over to me, he's like, you're it. I'm like, Tag. cool. He's like, when do you need to be back? I'm like, about 45 minutes. He's like, all right, let's go. 
And I don't think he was following a route. <laughs> no, I think he, he was just like, fuck it, let's go. I, I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, you be back this time. Fuck it, we're gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty much something fun. We're going to find something. It was, it was two rail. dudes on sport bikes that was just blitzing around. Mm-hmm. And that thing, you know, it's it, tons of power, mm-hmm. but it was very refined, very mm-hmm. delivered. Little light that flashes and says, actor rage. No. Grang beard detected. No, no, it didn't do any of that. It was just, <laughs> it was just very, very refined and perfected. Mm-hmm. Um, versus like the raw power of a Harley or sure. even like the, you know, I rode the FC10 mm-hmm. and put that in sport mode to try kind of compare that sure. to the Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. And that one felt a little rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. It had more bells and whistles, mm-hmm. but the Kawasaki was just like dialed in as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty cool. Well, they, they the Kawasaki's good at taking they get they, they get that Ninja engine and they kind of dial it into just that like just kind of good everywhere. Really sweet. It just just splat on. I couldn't figure. I think the FC10 had cruise control. I couldn't figure out how to make it work. Hmm. So I was fucking around with it on this demo ride. Mm-hmm. And I look, I get like this weird feeling, and I kind of look just a I little bit, a little bit to my right, and Rose like. Right there. Hey, how you doing? I only did it the um, one time. <laughs> no, you didn't. We'll go back to the video. You did it more than once. I don't think I once. did it more than one time. I don't think so. We, I, but I, in I my also, now also in video. my defense, I think that was the part of the route where the road was construct. It was under construction. It was down to one lane. What was I riding at no. the time? Was that was that when I was riding the Eluder, or was that when I was riding the uh, V Star? Uh, I think it was the. It had a huge. Uh, wind fairing? like the wind jammer. It had a huge fairing. Then I was probably riding the Eluder. So, oh my god, um, that's my new. You did it at the construction spot. The worst part was when you did it in downtown. So I had like I don't remember a row that. of parked cars on the, my left side, and then row like right there on my do right. We need, do we need to like rip the uh, rip the how to ride in groups page out of the back of one? Of my <laughs> I don't think that happened. Like, and nail I don't it remember. To row. No, I have. In it on fairness, video. I think that was the first time that I've ridden in such a large group. But it still is unexcusable. But I don't think I did it as many times <laughs> as he says he did. Is that- <laughs> So I I'm think it's fake news. Sad. I, I'm like cursing on the on the. I was I was cursing on the video. Not exact at bro. You played uh, the video like for the, me, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't see this here. I say I th- I saw. I remember doing it one time. I don't remember doing. Oh it my second. god. Oh my god. All right. Well, can we get past the shaming of bro here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <clears throat> so there's uh, there's parts of the video where I'm like cursing at the three dudes ahead of me. Mm-hmm. They were worse because they do that they do that thing I hate where they just bunch up into that little. Oh, I get that. I'm just, just like, waiting for like one of them to come flying out sideways. I'm just like, why would you do that? I'm like, you don't, you three don't even fucking know each other. Why would yeah. you ride that? How do you close? know these assholes? Why are you riding on each other's ass like that? Oh yeah. And then, you know, it all of a sudden be like, row right there. Yeah, man, I totally agree. Why, why are they riding so close oh like that? Oh my god, no. I'm like, oh god, what? What? You've been waiting all week to, to, to just rip it like this thing with you. I am, I am picky about the, st- I'm anal about group riding. You have such a huge boner for ripping into me right Chuck, now, don't you? Chuck I, will, Chuck I will, don't like group riding. Chuck, Chuck will always, and I mean like always, he will, he will either construct or just straight up say, I want to be the tail gunner every single time. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck wants to have an out at all times in group riding. I don't like group riding. I'm which the is same fine way. Because most of the time I like leading. But yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. And it works out. Yeah. And Claire gets in the middle and, you know. Yeah, everything's okay. We have a Claire sandwich. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I, group rides freak me out. So well, and devil rides doubly so because oh, yeah, I don't know who any are of these them. fuckers exactly. <laughs> and like the, the one dude who was directly in front of me, he was a jackass. Mm-hmm. Uh, another ride, it was a, a nice couple riding two up on a bike. Mm-hmm. They couldn't figure out what the fuck position they wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just kept swerving left and right. Oh, well, there was that. Like, oh, the four bikes behind them kept swerving left and right to readjust. See, I would have just, I would have just backed way the fuck off of them at that point. And I'm like, I was riding there with like my fingers in the air, <laughs> hating all of them. <laughs> then he looks over at me and shoves his finger right into my face. That's Tell us other people. Yeah. Well, I didn't have to. I didn't have to hold my arm out that far. Is the thing. Oh God. <laughs> this reminds me also when I was out. I rode the. Um, I rode the Honda CTX automatic motorcycle for shits and giggles. Um, and there was a girl that rode with us that was riding the African one, the uh, African adventure. The Africa twin. twin. Yeah. I couldn't get on that. Bike. Yeah, this chick was tiny. Mm. Like she standing up, she had to put literally her tippy toes down to the ground to ride this bike. She had no business being on this bike at all, and she had like. Well, I won't say much into her because she was supposed to give me an interview about the bike, but she bailed. So I'm not going to say a whole lot about her. But when we were out riding with it, I'm like watching her, and she really was not able to control this thing. We got to a stoplight. And it almost fell over on her a couple of times. We actually lost the group in front of us because she had to stop to keep her balance. And then she tried to play it all nonchalant like she was going to accidentally make a wrong turn. And we're all looking at her like, you should not be on that bike. And uh, something a little shorter. Um, so we get back and she she barely gets off of like she swings her leg over and barely gets off of it without being crushed by it and puts the kickstand on. And she looks at me and she's like, this is way more of a bike. That I can handle. I have no business being on it. And everybody in the group's looking at her like, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> she looked like a hobbit trying to ride this thing. Um, I talked to a couple people that rode that bike and they were mm-hmm. saying it, it was a really cool, flickable dirt bike feeling hmm. kind of ride. Interesting. It was book solid. It was booked all the yeah. way through the show, oh, sure. so there was no chance. Of, you well, know, it's the new, it's the new, the new hotness. Plus, Honda are dicks. <laughs> you know what? At the start, you uh, you weren't with me, but at the start of the demo ride. There was this one tall, bald guy there, and he was like, I don't know if he was ex-military or whatever. He's like, okay, here at Honda, we take no kind of shenanigans. We take, I mean, I felt like I was being like in police training, being schooled by this guy. And they're like, everybody, please lift up your leg. We need to see your feet now. Okay, you're good. You're good. You're good. Good. You're good. Okay, now everybody here is wearing long shirts and you know, blah blah. blah. Yes. Okay. Great. We're gonna get on these bikes. We're gonna ride them. We're gonna make left and right turns, and we're gonna be doing some acceleration and deacceleration. At no time do I want to see any kind of clowning. And he's going through reading all this list off, like. And I'm glad Chuck wasn't there because we probably would have been kicked out. Like when we were over at (laughs) when we were over at Yamaha, the Yamaha tent was pretty cool with us. You know, we're like, what do you say? These guys are a uh, lot of jokes. Yeah, we made a lot of jokes. They were like, these guys are smoking and token and blah, 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 because we were making a lot of jokes, but they were cool with it. They were actually, Yamaha was very, very cool. So then, um, they were just to the point where like, we've got to finish this briefing, guys. And yeah, on the you know, we're, like, we're the class clowns and everybody was cool with it. But Hondo, they were like, they're like, we're not taking any kind of shit whatsoever. Do you understand? Sir? Yes, sir. Do you are you prepared to ride this motorcycle? Sir? Yes, sir. You know. So did you get, did you give your bike a name? No, I, I was, I was in terror until I actually got to it. And then the guy came out, he's like, have you ever ridden a mo- an automatic motorcycle? And I'm like, well, I've read a manual one and you know, I'm expecting this to kind of be like a moped for the most part. Cause I just wrote it for the fun of it. I was like, I want to ride this to see what it's like. But that's why the demo is there. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. I love the bike. This is like, I didn't come to ride the bike I own motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. 
So uh um, ride a strong. I, I, I was kind of sarcastic about it because I'm like automatic motorcycle. All right, whatever, sure, we'll give it a shot. And he's like, well, here's the deal. He's like. Let me explain the CTX for anybody who doesn't know about it. it. It's an automatic motorcycle that has two clutches. One clutch handles the even gears. One clutch handles the odd gears. And thus the name D dual clutch transmission. Yeah, get on. Yes, exactly. And ride. So um, he's like, you can hit this button right here. This is the standard riding mode, and this is the button you hit for the sport mode. He goes that way. RPMs. Well, I guess it's like a sportier feel. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, and if you want to ride it in manual transmission, you have a flipper up for the gear up and a flipper down for the gear down. You know, blah blah. blah off you go and i'm like okay well i'm i'm a rather portly rubenesque individual of big build so the bike is really not designed for a person of my stature so i get on and i'm like okay this thing's gonna bottom out a little bit here and there whatever i don't care it's a 700 cc sure we get out riding with it and i start hitting the the regular mode and then i go into sport mode literally no difference the bike feels like i'm riding on a riding lawnmower again It does. It feel, sounds like it too. It feels like I'm riding on a riding lawnmower. And again, I'm cutting it some slack because I'm not the target market for this bike. So, you know, we get out of the city and then I throw it into the um, manual transmission mode where you can flick the gears back and forth. And that actually was pretty cool. And that, that kind of took away a little bit of the you're riding on the lawnmower, cutting your grass. Um, the positioning on it was really cool. It was, it was better than I expected it to be. And if, you know, I could see myself owning one for commuting around town and stuff like that. I actually want the 1300, which is not automatic, but I'm actually interested in that bike, even though they're not producing it anymore. So it was fun. It was a nice, you know, nice shits and giggle ride bike. That was also the ride where the girl almost fell off the Africa bike about four times. Um, but it was neat. I know it would be if you were just getting into motorcycle riding and you wanted like to look like a bagger or something like that, or just get around town, it would be a, a really fun, neat starter bike. But, that's about the extent of it, but it it didn't feel like the moped that I was expecting it to feel like. It did feel like a riding lawnmower with a shifting option on the steering wheel, and that was about it. The bike that I really liked was the Eluder. That bike I fell in love with immediately. It's also twenty two thousand dollars, and I will never own one in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what? <laughs> or, or or you just you know you wait ten years and yeah. you know. Well, I would. I I would wait for this bike. I I I hopped on it on a whim. Here's because I was like, you know what? I'm 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 getting older and I'm having some leg problems, and I've been kind of flirting with these bigger bikes like Goldwings and stuff like that. So again, I'm like, Todd is laughing so hard and trying not to make a noise. All right, you can you can make fun of me. That's all right. It's okay. I'm I'm cool. Proceed. No, it's okay. You can laugh at me all you want. I'm cool with it. I'm I'm not I'm not bothered by your your chastising of my riding possible riding choices. The first bike that I rode when I got there was the Yamaha V-Star 1300. I thought I signed up for something else, but we get up there, and she's like, this is the bike you're going to be riding. And I'm like, oh, okay. She goes, this isn't the one you signed up for, though. And I'm like, no, it's totally cool. She's like, well, I'll take care. I'm like, no, it's cool. Let's go out. Yeah, she's like, well, what did you want to ride? And she's like, no, it's fine, it's fine. Do you want to ride something like, cool? No, instead? really, what did you want to ride? He's like, hey, it's cool, it's cool. I'm like, fucking road, just tell her, she's right there. But the one that I want to ride was being ridden by somebody else. And I was like, no, this is fuck cool, because I, I owned Yeah, fuck that guy. I had a Honda Shadow, and this was like a, a Honda Shadow. So I'm like, I'll ride this, this is fine. So I took the He V-Star. wanted to ride the FJR. I wanted to ride the FJR. Mm. That was the one I. He should have fought for the FJR. Yeah, should have fought for that. Yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> he could have taken that dude. The, uh, the V-Star, I got out there, started riding with it, and again, it felt very much like Yamaha ripped off the Honda Shadow. It felt really underpowered for what it was. It was very clunky. The riding position and stature wasn't that bad. That wasn't too uncomfortable. But 
like the, it was just like clunk gear shift, clunk gear shift, which mm-hmm. I I felt it on the Harley and I expected it on the Harley because it's a Harley, but this I wasn't expecting it on. And did you have you ever ridden a Honda Shadow? I'm sure you have. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's the if you like, took if you took a cruiser and you you carefully distilled it to remove any interest or soul any from, any cruiserness from any from cruiserness it. or or anything that might be described as character that's what you would it end felt up with like, a shadow it felt very much like they said okay we got a 1300 and i've always found the v-stars to be the same too i'm right there with it's you. exactly too what it heavy, felt like not enough power just blah it was it was very blah and very meh so then i got off of that and then that's what led me to the eluder i'm like you know what screw this i'm gonna i'm gonna come here and actually ride Go some big. falls and i did i loved it but when I walked up, I'm like, I want to ride this. And they're like, sir, those those bikes are going out separately later on by themselves. They're not really. I'm like, okay, but I want to ride this. And the chick was like, you're going to ride it. We're going to make this happen. And that's what I like. That's what I liked about them is they were like, you want to ride it? We're going to take care of you, sir. We're going to make this happen. So she went over mm-hmm. and was like, when do those bikes go out? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, we're going to be back in plenty of time. Hop on the Eluder. And then there was another guy, and he was like, well, hell, if you're going to ride it, then I'm going to ride it. So I hopped on the Eluder and off I and went. The Star this Trek, guy jumps the on Star the Trek battle music starts. Yeah. <laughs> Roe and him are like stabbing at each other. Oh, I just figured the guy jump on behind Roe. <laughs> well, he jumped on the one behind me, and I'm gonna call you Big Daddy. <laughs> that bike had power. It was really, really comfortable. The seating was nice on it. It was big, and it, within five minutes, it's like, okay, I've been riding this bike for years. It was so comfortable and so. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I didn't like is the 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 low and the medium were good, but the high end it was kind of like meh. It's but, a cruiser. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. cruiser, and I was like, this is exactly the kind of bike that I want to own. It turned so well, it steered so well, it was just mm-hmm. so comfortable. That may have been the one that I got a little close, too close to Chuck on because I was like, oh my god, I think I'm going to come in my pants right now. Um, he was really happy. On and that you bike. felt the urge to be close to Chuck when this happened. Yeah, I did. Okay. It was like we were sharing a room. No, yeah. I, was, I was about to throw him on the back of the bike to become my bitch. And um, get on the back. <laughs> it's fucking. It. We're done here. Yeah. We're taking this bike. They can't have it back. I, I would love <laughs> so to have an eluder. I really want. So here's 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 my theory about the baggers and the big ones. So remember when we rode the Harleys a long time ago, Chuck? Mm-hmm. And you were riding a Fat Bob then. And you're like, this looks so cool. Yeah. And I was riding the fucking the brand new Geezer Glide with the extra stiff frame yep. and the new engine. And, the and I was like, this is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and the radio. Yeah. Chuck's riding the Fat Bob. He's like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, you guys just get on this bike. Get on the bike. Chuck gets on the bike and he rides like a third of the ride back. And we get back. He's like, they can't have it back. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm keeping this. It yeah. was, those bikes are nice. I, well, so I see why old guys like my, them. My theory is this. Is that the manufacturers, especially of cruisers, they figured this. The mid to large size cruisers, they're garage jewelry, right? How many people do you know that own like a non-touring big cruiser who actually fucking ride it? Oh, I've got a few around it. here. In my area, well, the, I've got but, a, I've got quite a yeah? few. Yeah, but okay. the problem is everybody around here all rides Goldwings, but they've like the people around here. But that, that's that's a, that's a tour. So the yeah. tourists, the tourist people actually ride. The yeah. ones that aren't touring bikes, the big cruisers that aren't tourers, yeah. they're fucking garage jewelry. And so the manufacturers don't put their special sauce in for that. They don't they don't they don't spend their money and their effort and their R and D budget. Mm-hmm. The the bagger. They've got this legion of old guys who they're desperate to capture the money from. Right. And so they, they, the bagger, they bring everything. They bring the whole, whatever they've got, they've thrown it at the baggers. The big bikes, they know people are just going to go bar to bar. Yeah, they're going to blah, 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 it's cool. Check out this, I got it in my garage, it's very large. Yep. This bike's got everything on it. This this eluder had. Right. If I of were to course. get one, I would want to get one pretty much stripped down because there's a lot of crap on there I'm just not going to use. Like, I don't need a CB radio. Uh, on my motorcycle. 
But I'm serious. It's got one on there. It had it had like two antennas on the back of it, and and the guy told me he's like, we we built this bike literally so you could ride it from New York to San Francisco and back. You know, that's mm-hmm. the idea yeah. behind this bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're trying they're trying to capture that guy. That that that, that I'm going to go everywhere, and I mean like freaking everywhere on mm-hmm. this. Yep. Do you have a job? I'm retired. Yep. Yeah, you could do it I on do this nothing bike. But ride this bike. Yep. You could do it, and it it never felt uncomfortable. It never felt. It never felt like I was riding this monstrous, uncontrollable beast. It turned so well. I, I, I've got, I've got nothing bad to say about it other than the fact that I'll have to sell both of my kids and probably one of my kidneys to ever own one, which I, I could probably do, you know, it's, <laughs> so, you know, I really dug it. I thought it was, I, I think it was probably my favorite thing there. Um, and I'm glad I did it because I'll probably never have the chance to ride one again, or at least for not for another 20 years or so. Oh, you'll ride one next year at the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll probably be the first one I'm in line for. Hey, hey, Ro, you know, you can, no, I'm good. No, you've already ridden that. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, everything that I went there to ride, I didn't ride a single thing that I went there to ride. I wanted to ride BMWs. I wanted to ride some, some Indians. I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't even touch those. I ended up going and. Yeah, we didn't make it to the Indian booth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, but guess which BMW I rode? Which BMW did you ride? You gotta guess. You gotta at least try. Did you ride the new Water GS? No. Okay. Did you? What ride, other bike were we you ride really interested in? The Bagger. K- nope. Sixteen. Nope. Did you ride the R nine T? Nope. I rode the three ten. Oh, the G three ten. They yeah, had demos. Little... They had like six of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the I, I gotta tell you this part. So they, you know, they do the group. Briefing and BMW does like a actual demo where they bring a bike over, they turn it on, they go through the features, Mm -hmm. they get everyone gathered around, they they're in front of I think it's an S one thousand, and they're like, okay, so who's riding the the three ten? I'm like me. He's like, all right, you have ABS. None of this else applies to you. You have ABS and also a motor. (laughs) Nothing else we're about to talk about applies to you. Nice. And then he goes through all the features of the bike and how to turn Uh it on and and the speed shifting and, you know. And I'm like, oh. Uh (laughs) But I rode the bike. Um, Big biggest thing that stood out to me, Mm -hmm. we got on it six gears. Mm -hmm. We got on the freeway with it. Didn't ever felt like it struggled. Wow. It was, it just cruised. Fine. You know, you're on a Ninja 250 or something, and we always say these bikes can do freeway speeds. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but it's WFO freeway speed. Yeah. This bike, no. Huh. You're not going to jump out and pass anyone with it, <laughs> but it runs the freeway just fine. Wow. And even though it is like their budget bike and whatnot. And it, budget, quote, quote, BMW right. budget. Right. But you know how, like, when Harley did the streets, uh-huh. we were always like, we were like, well, this feels like Harley copied someone else's bad copy. You said of that to bikes. him, too. Yeah. BMW did the same thing, except they're like, fuck you, we're BMW. We're going to make it better than the copy. Huh. So it, it still doesn't quite feel as polished and refined as that BMW, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's a nice bike. Hmm. And I could see it being like a daily rider. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a smaller bike. Sure. I felt kind of scrunched up on it. Mm-hmm. But if I had a choice between that and a Ninja 250, and I was like year one, mm-hmm. I would, I think I'd Beaver get the BMW. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a cool little bike. Hmm. You were out on that ride for a while too, because I thought you left me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I came back and everybody's got, gone, uh, and I'm like, "Where's Chuck?" So I call him, and he's like, um, "I'm on a demo right now." I'm like, "Oh shit, bye!" And I hung the phone up. But you know, he, and then I waited was, around for that a while. Was the, uh, 
Yeah, that was the group that kept getting stuck in traffic because it was after 4.30. Mm. So I think she went off route two to take us through some neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And, and try to, at one point we're like going through all these neighborhoods and stuff. We come to a stop and I come up, I'm next to her in line. Unfortunately for everyone on the demo, I was first in line. So no one could pass me. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got to the freeway part, she's like, go ahead and open it up. Just don't pass this guy. I am opening it up. <laughs> this is, this is open. So like the guy on the S1000 behind me just like, I hate you so much. <laughs> Why? I'm like, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> I'm having fun. How about you? <laughs> One tiny cylinder of working its little heart out. So we're, we're going through these neighborhoods and it's just left, right, left, right, stop, stop, stop. I get to her and stop. So I'm like, you know, I really like these houses and all, but I'm not sure about the school district they're in. Are you looking for like an open floor pan with these places or what? <laughs> And she's like, I'm just trying to avoid traffic. Because <laughs> apparently she is the national AMA road champion of oh. a couple of years ago. So oh, okay. they made a point to point that out okay. to her embarrassment. Yes, I will. She will now, and she will now ride around with a bunch of goobers on demo bikes. <laughs> I at one at one point I called her champion, and she's like, "That's national champion." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I you win. <laughs> I am." And you didn't you didn't try to like find her and interview her afterwards. Uh, you no. sound like you're actually cool. We should talk to you. <laughs> they no, want it out the, of there. The, the, the demo leaders are even less. Yeah, by the time we got back, the demo area was closed yeah, and yeah. everyone was gone. Which is why there. I called you because I'm like, there's nobody here right now. Everybody's yeah. like packing up and going home. And I'm like, Chuck, where's Chuck? Uh, and those people are even less likely to talk to us on, on a recorded device. Yeah. Because they're like, we don't want to represent the company. Because if I got a demo person, you know we're going to ask him for all the crap stories. Yeah. <laughs> what have people done? Well, who was I it that was saying they were expecting to have an accident or something like that? Did you did you want to say or because or, or was it everybody? Because you were saying that uh, well a lot they were like well, someone's going to get into an accident it. here or something. Well, uh, we talk. I think people we were talking about that you know it's it's in the heart of downtown. <clears throat> There's so much traffic density around mm-hmm. traffic hours and whatnot. There has, it's just, it's like setting it up for someone. Yeah, it's a ticking time bomb. Especially for the Harley rides where these guys are just tooling around not knowing exactly where they're going and Mm -hmm. they're on a bike with that motor. Mm -hmm. Oh, that motor was nice. It just needs a better home. (laughs) (laughs) They take that motor and put it in, you know what they should do? They should take like the Harley motor and like soup it up a little bit and put it in like a sport bike kind of frame. Right. Seems like it would be good. Right. And if only there was a dude. Yeah, had experience with the American V twin yeah, tuning the Harleys, tuning those Harley motors, and, and putting them into, into a sportier sport, bike, sportier or adventure bikes. <laughs> if only there was a man somewhere without a job, lots of free time on his hands. Yeah, but they tried that; it didn't work. At least, Shut according up. to them, nobody likes you, bro. <clears throat> In all fairness, that Killed wasn't his life. fault. That was an economy kind of decision. Mm-hmm. Actually, it came out more like this. They, they tried that, but it wasn't his fault. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Are you going to finish that? Can I can I just get that from your cup holder? Cool, thanks. <laughs> he's he's close, bro. Oh. He's a cuddler. Oh my god! I want to be behind Roe next time. <laughs> yeah, I heard that all weekend. Roe Roe goes in front. Roe's the catcher. Oh my god. <laughs> This is going to sound stupid, I'm sure, but 
am I the only person that noticed that all the motorcycles are trying to go for this trend of monster, like, pushrod housings? Like, all the motors have these, like, one- and two-inch circumference pushrod things on the outside of them now. At least I noticed that, like, over at Indian, the Eluder had monster pushrod housings on the outside of it. It makes sense well, for Indian. It's part say, of their... The V twins, it makes a degree of sense because that's you know that that's a, that's one of those cues that you sort of see, mm. right? Kind of like fake fins on the yeah, you know, fake, exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh fuck, Indian too, by the way. Oh no, not the whole company, but fuck their bobber. Okay. Their oh, this again. Scout bobber. Uh-huh. Holy shit! I'll have a, a short video that we'll put up, but I got on that bike. And they're, they're mirrors, they have bar and mirrors, uh-huh. they're straight down from the handlebars. So like, what are you looking like, at? Like your arms? You're looking at your arms. Oh, lovely. But I had no problem seeing the mirrors. I, I would have been able to have no problem using them. The problem that we mutually had was, even if you could see the mirrors, you know, we both felt Rejected. that it's stupid judgment to put them there, because when I'm riding, I don't want to be looking down. You have to, yeah, you got to move your head You're, and look down. You, you, son, are doing it wrong. Somebody told me I had my mirrors in a wrong position for the bandit, because I've got them basically, like, as far and as high as I can get them with bar-end mirrors. Right. Which is pretty goddamn far with the bars I have. Okay. But, uh, you know, they're, like, way out there, and they're shitty. They're bar-end mirrors. Yeah. And somebody's like, you got to go going downward. You got them in the wrong place. You look like a dork. So, clearly, you guys are thinking about this the wrong way. Yeah. This is why this is why you guys do not get all the people bullying like man that guy's cool. It wasn't just as Indian too. Now that I think about it. Uh, Yamaha yeah, had a bobber exactly. set up, and I had the same Ooh, problem. Yeah, exactly. mirrors, same thing. I'm just looking at my forearms. You can't have <laughs> upward mirrors, Grandpa. As much as I like and admiring the size and and vascularity of my forearms, mm-hmm. um, he does too. Whatever, Grandpa. Just not when I'm writing, mm-hmm. man. Whatever, Granddad. You and your your upward mirrors, whatever. Lame. <laughs> Nobody understands me on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's uh, almost, yeah, that's uh, that's let it all out. So lame. Just let it out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all coming out. Yeah. You feeling better? Yeah. You feeling good? You feeling like yourself? Yeah. So fuck that look. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Fuck, fuck that, that look. Shit. Right in I have, ass. I have new mirrors coming. I ordered. I ordered crappy Chinese mirrors because they were the right color. Um, <laughs> In order to replace the bar end mirrors on the bandit. Because while the bar end mirrors are out like nine feet from the bike because of the bars I have on it, they're still bar end mirrors and it's like looking through a fucking pinhole. It's like looking through a keyhole at things behind me. I mean, I would even be okay with side mounted bar end mirrors, even though they're limited, but at least ones I can fucking see. You don't need to see your mirrors, granddad. You're lame. (laughs) Lame. Oh my god, lame. Bro, get the teenagers in here to go lame. No, I agree with Chuck. And I could see the mirrors. I, I didn't have a problem. He's the same age as me, so, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, yeah, this is this. I need I need your teenagers, Ro, so they can go, oh, my God. Oh, you read with mirrors you could see? Oh, I'm so Dude. embarrassed. Just drop me off a mile from the school. No teenager ah. I know is going to ride that bike. Unless they're they like hipster, that bike. yeah, they couldn't afford it. And B, everyone, the, all the teenagers that I know are all like, I need to get a sport bike. Why? Because they go fast and 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 they go fast, and, and, and I can do stunts <laughs> that I'm going to kill myself on. Well, well, how about this this over here, this Indian thing? It's not a sport bike, but it's got mirrors that are on the bottom of the handlebars and stuff that look cool. Uh, it's not a sport bike. <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing that the today's teenagers aren't hipsters. 
Well, no, I, I think they're probably anti-hipster now. Anti-hipster. Aren't they? Hipster, the hipster, the hipster is the previous generation, yeah, not for cool its extra lane. Generation yeah. Z is, you know, is... They're still trying to do the hipster thing at the shows. Oh, my God. I saw, like, the, mm-hmm. the perfect hipster. We heard there was the hipster. We heard there was the hipsters had some money still. He had, like, the perfectly combed mm-hmm. hair, yep, yep, the manicured the beard, beard mm-hmm. the flannel shirt, oh, the skinny jeans, yeah. the rolled-up cuffs. Yeah. I was just like, holy crap. That man, that man is, like, the... The archetype of the. Were we sitting by the guy, guy at one time? He was giving his dirty like, looks. Were we sitting by him, or was that the other? There was another hipster there that was wearing these like super tight like dress pants with pinstripes on them. I don't remember him. Uh, the only person I remember giving me dirty looks is Crash's wife. Well, when you bring up having anal, that's going to happen. <laughs> Not to her. No, but you I mean, said something directly to Crash's wife in regards to having anal. Yeah, yeah, but that did. was bef- that was after she gave me a dirty look. She gave me a dirty look oh, before I even said like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and then you're I'm like, gonna- oh, that's a dirty look. So are you a Mormon now, or are you no longer a Mormon? And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> I had questions. <laughs> she was giving, she was glaring at me because uh-huh. she saw me come walking up uh-huh. from like across the floor uh-huh. and she was trying to figure out who I was because she's like I know that pervert <laughs> and I find him annoying and unsettling she yeah, was she's like, I know that guy yeah she was You're friendly and then I saw a crash I was like hi and she's like oh it's that that doof oh god <laughs> <laughs> he was glaring at you because she didn't quite know who you were or she thought she knew exactly who you were. And then after exactly. she realized, I thought she was pretty cool. But I mean, you were like, you were just like pouring the sauce on kind of hard. And I'm like, whoa, man. I'm like, and then you're like, yeah, it's his wife, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, okay. You know, I, I figured you guys knew each other a lot better and stuff. So I don't remember what I said. I, you were, you were in like wild, you were like on full on Chuck's testosterone form. So <laughs> I mean, it wasn't I bad. You ended said. up going and recording with them later on that night. They called you to hang out, so you know it couldn't be that bad. Yeah. And then she was cool to us the next day when we went and got our picture taken with the Arnold. So yeah, yeah, she was super cool. Yeah, Her and Crash are super cool. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they're they're cool. cute together. Oh yeah, they're are adorable. They, adorable? they they're are super adorable. Like, like squee. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's. Aww. It's it is yeah. sweet. Aww. Yeah, it is. And it was like she was going to do demo rides with them, but she wasn't riding. She was riding demo rides with her on the back of the bike. So they were yeah. even demo riding together, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, she's tiny though, so he could basically throw her on any bike there, and she'd have been fine. Well, I mean, if you if you keep in mind, if you if you're ridden with a passenger at all, if you have a good passenger and they like being the passenger. Like, it, it's great. It's totally awesome. A bad passenger is terrible. A good passenger is great. Like, my wife on the back of a bike is phenomenal. Like, I, I have no hesitation whatsoever of her hopping on the back of a bike. She's fucking great. We were um the, talking to... The bike they liked the best was the uh, the GS. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because especially if your passenger's short, the uh, the adventure bikes tend to have, like, a little higher, higher seat. seat so you they can see, see right over. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what she mentioned. That's the thing. That was that was actually why we had... That is so... So, blast from the past... That is why I own a Strom. So Claire's ST1100 was more comfy, but the Strom was favored because of the high back seat and the legroom. Hmm. Um, and so we wound up on the Strom. I could very easily have had an ST or an FJ or any of those, but mm-hmm. it was the Strom. Um, the Sprint was a near thing, but the Sprint sucked for me. Okay. So, yeah. 
I almost got his drum last summer because of you, actually. Why the hell not? They're great. Well, that was the one that... Because it was sketchy. Yeah, what was the sketchy one? Yeah, that was the one that had the oil leak in the bottom on it. And Mm -hmm. part of me wishes that I had had... I did because that Honda had a rod knock. I ended up selling it. And I, I got, I bought it for eight hundred and fifty and sold it for two thousand, so that was fine. But I went and checked the Strom out, and it was fine, but it had a small oil leak on the bottom of it. And he ended up getting it, trading it off to somebody else. And I think yeah. the speedometer didn't work on it too. There was something the speedometer it just stopped. Yeah, working. I remember that. The speedo and the speedos, the speedos a bitch. Yeah. Because if it's the cable that comes out of the engine, that's that's no big deal. But if it's something in the drive, and so the drive is inside. Yeah. The one thousand. But I hopped so on if it. If it's the drive, you're fucked. I sat on it. I started it up, and I'm like, oh, I can understand because it it has the same riding stance as my K100, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I could understand immediately why you liked it. And I said, I, this is cool. I could ride this bike. And I, I kicked it around for a long time before I decided not to get it. Because I said, well, this bike is, there's nothing wrong with it other than the rod knock that I didn't know about it at the time. But I'm like, that bike's got a messed up speedometer and it's leaking oil and it has a little bit more miles on it. So I'm going to pass on the trade. And then he bugged me a little bit later and I almost did it. And I ended up selling the Honda, but I, I bugged him one more time before I sold it. And the bike had, he had already traded it off to a cruiser at that point. But I was like, because of the response that when I gave it gas and stuff, plus it was fuel injected too. So I'm like, ooh, this is nice. I like fuel injected bikes. But nice. and you were like, no, don't do this, don't do that. So I, I deferred to the wisdom of Todd and, and backed away. From there, it. there was there was enough sketchy about it that it was mm-hmm. it was walk away. If that's the stuff you just knew about, there would be more. Yeah, there's always there's always a punchline, mm-hmm. right? So exactly, yeah, there was no punch. The, the punchline wasn't clear yet. Yeah, it was coming any minute. It was like a wheel nerds classified ad. Who was it that gave us beer? Yeah. What was the other? That was the other thing. Um, besides the guy that had the bike company, we went back. And- oh, Bonier um, Motorcycle Group, Nicole's booth. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. She said, like, "Come back awesome. at this time and we'll have beer." So they gave us these little tiny metal cups that sounded like beer cup- and root beer. Yeah, beer and root beer. And wine. They had like this whole outdoor thing going. It was. Oh, it was pretty cool. That's cool. She was just the most happy, cherry, bright. You know, like friendliest like radiant glow of the whole show besides the strippers that were walking around but they were radiant and glowy for a different reason um so she <laughs> she, she was very cool look on your face <laughs> nicole is pretty awesome yes nicole is very awesome yeah she, we've we've had her on a couple times now it's, mm-hmm. it's always yep. it's always she's, cool a, when she's, she's on. one of the rare recurring guests it's always cool when she's on yeah, she was. If we can get her on enough, maybe we can convince her to be like the fifth wheel nerd. <laughs> that would be cool. If, well, I could neat. drag her around the show. Yeah, yeah. I, she could sweet talk those people onto the camera easy. It's all about the uh, you got you got to sell it. Yeah, we had dinner with Dale and Sarah. That's the story. Oh, hello, Dale. Hi, right. Sarah. Yeah, that was why I was. Uh, most of the wheel nerds listeners have seen me posting about. Yeah, you know that time your boss and your former boss were at a fun motorcycle show with your co-host and some other. We guy we and... it, we ran into him in like the weirdest way. We just walk mm-hmm. out, go into the demo area. Mm-hmm. Dale and Sarah sitting on the wall, mm-hmm. just smoking, yeah. looking like homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> and then the cops come. Yeah, if, Dale, if Dale doesn't have either a cigarette or like a like a gas station coffee in one hand, then the world is in some sort of strange state. He looked. They looked transient enough that cops came over, <laughs> asked what was going on. Yep. <laughs> well, they were they were there apparently looking at demo bikes. Um, I told Dale, you know, well, yeah, because the they, they they were doing there was like an MSF conference going on in conjunction. So yep. yeah, I looked pretty hard at that, but I couldn't I couldn't make it work. <laughs> so it was just killing you on the inside, wasn't it? Dying. Oh. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> Dale was a riot. He's he's a, a really awesome guy. 
<laughs> yep. I, I... <laughs> Go ahead, Chuck. Nobody likes you. <sighs> oh, your misery is sweet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have Sarah. We'll have Sarah on the show in another week. Or two. Were, we cleared out the restaurant that we went and ate at. We cleared it out almost yeah. twice. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah. like an Amish family or something sat down next to us and she was like licking her chops like they were fresh meat. She's like, oh, good. <laughs> they, Sarah and Dale have no filter. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Well, these are, these are, keep, keep in mind what the family business is here. We're on a motorcycling school. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, so Dale, Dale ran the school and so Sarah's been brought up around the school and then he sold the, sold it to Sarah last year. So, you know. <laughs> That's pretty pretty cool. I told him he reminds yeah, I, me. I of hope Iggy I Pop. had that kind of relationship with my daughter. Mm. Dale, in every way, reminded me of Iggy Pop for the most part. His, his speech patterns, just the way he was, the way he looks. I'm like, dude, you are Iggy Pop, and he wasn't quite getting it. I think he did, but he didn't. You know, he reminds me of Peter Fonda from Easy Rider. He's from that the, time the period, one that lived. Yeah. <laughs> If yeah. he had lived through the movie instead of dying at the mm-hmm. end, mm-hmm. this is what he would have been. Sure, that movie bummed sure. me out. I got to the end of it. I'm like, uh, really? That's how it ends? This is this is how it, it, it bummed me out. But anyways, yeah, we're in there. What were some of the things that we were talking about? I don't know. Wait. What was your favorite thing of the show, man? Of the whole show? Yep. I, the demo rides. What's, the, absolutely the demo rides. You know, that, like I said earlier. Get what, me, there wasn't like a particular motorcycle or product that you that stood out the to alluder, you as like the big the, – Okay. The eluder completely yeah. changed my opinion about. I mean, that is where I want to go. There's not a doubt in my mind now because I tried Rose New Home. Yeah, that style of bike is where I want to go. You know, I could, I, I will probably, I, realistically, I will probably end up getting a Goldwing next. But I, that is where I would like to, you know, that unless barring having to get a trike of some kind or something because of medical reasons or what have you. But I would like to be, I would really like to be at the eluder. Um, I am still super excited for that smart helmet. Mm-hmm. Just every time I see that thing, it looks better and better. That was yeah. badass. And they, you know, they got the noise reduction version. Mm-hmm. And they have a built-in camera version. Ooh, neat. Yeah, so Ooh, it just neat. the stuff they're doing with the helmets. Just oh, they're freaking their half shell helmet. Oh my god! Oh, you were giddy when you brought that up. Gadgets, gadgets in it? Yeah, it's all integrated. So yeah. like the speakers are at ear level. Uh-huh. There's yeah. a microphone right by your forehead. You don't have. There's nothing sticking out. Have of you that seen the helmet. bike helmet they do like that now? Uh huh. It's neat as hell. They all did the same thing with the bike helmet. It's got all the center stuff, but it's all like hidden in the bike helmet. In the so helmet, it's there. all that's way cool. All the stuff they're doing with helmets is what I'm. Really now they can just make about. it ovular as hell. We'll be set as long as it fits my head. Oh, super oval. Crash please. has a worse head than ours. Really? He had one helmet on the lid picker that worked. Wow. Yeah. Like is it the same one as yours, or is no? It the, it's a different one. His head's even more, even more crazy. Yeah. Wow. More ovular. Wow. Yeah, he ended up having to go with, like, and even the helmet that did work for him was, like, outside of range. Hmm. It was just like, that's the closest we can get you in. As it can possibly be. (laughs) Sorry. Overly sorry. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, there it is. Who was the helmet manufacturer that we did interview? The first one we did? Kirsch. Yeah. They're the ones with the new style, um, uh, new style of half shell helmet where they do away with all the foam. So it's a hard shell mm-hmm. and then like a fluid layer. That inside mm-hmm. felt really layers. strange. It's that reactive maybe, fluid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like maybe a half inch. Hmm. So one thing all the other guys pointed out, they thought that the helmet was very heavy compared mm-hmm. to other half shells. Yeah, that, the gel stuff is not light. Um, 
I don't remember it feeling heavy, mm-hmm. but we're, we're going to try to get a demo helmet and see. Cool. And, and if we'll wear it, yeah. All right. Um, I'll put it. I'll put it on for my uh, for my classes, and I'll be like, I remember the first time I was fired out of a cannon. <laughs> now watch me <laughs> do your breaking before the corner, kids. <laughs> this Senna stuff was very cool, but their none of their helmets fit me. Like I've got a bigger head. They had the the two X's wouldn't even come close to going on my head. But he had mentioned that yeah, they were they having just had problems a few with of their demo stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he but, brought out uh, that half helmet, and you you were just like lit up. You're like, <gasps> what? Yeah, I was pretty shocked at how compact that had all been. The other surprise cool. was the price that he mentioned because me and you were like, these things are going to cost a fortune. And he's like, no. Oh yeah, that's right. He was saying the the noise canceling helmet. They were looking at five to six hundred bucks. You're shitting me. And that's like the price of a showy. Yeah, yeah. I say that, that's like any all the helmets that I can fit in. That's what they cost like base price. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was. I, I last year they were talking like a thousand. Mm. So I don't know, hmm. but hmm. Cool. and it looks it looks almost done. Nice. They they it, the 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 versions of the helmet they had had like the the sticker across the visor to mm-hmm. protect it. They, they look like shipping models. Nice. He says they're really close. They're looking at the beginning of 2018 for it. Very cool. So hey, just in time for me to need a new helmet <laughs> that won't fit your head. Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a belt discount. Apparently there's one belt that I can, I can wear, but can you guess which one it is? A half shell? The idiotically expensive one. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you can do that 3D scan and get like a custom bell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you yeah. tell him about the giant disembodied I'm still head? I'm for a stitch. Uh, yeah, I think, well, you saw pictures of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Giant disembodied head. Available yeah. now. Yeah. Well, he tried to go up and get a picture with his helmet on. They were like, no, sir, you can't do that because it has to scan has for to eyes and nose else. or whatever. And we were like, why? I don't want people putting butts on that head. <laughs> Has there been a reason I think butts? he was implying dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> because butts. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how it'll compare. I think Las Vegas aim will be much, much bigger. Cool. Because we're all over Again, it's it just the, the stuff. That wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, why would Ducati not go? Mm. <laughs> well, when when it is time for Las Vegas, aim, I'm going to be there. And Ro, we can only hope you're there too. Hey, thanks for coming and kicking Chuck in the butt, and thanks for going to AMX before. Look us. forward to doing it again. Thank you for having me there to do uh, to do it. I should say. It was totally cool, man. That's not even all of our AIM Expo coverage. Oh no, there is more. No, we'll have we'll have interviews. We'll have. I have other helmet goodies. cam. Uh, video of all of my test rides cool so you can hear what i'm thinking you get you'll be able to hear what it's like to be in my head it'll be like it'll be like you are chuck on a motorcycle mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if that's good or bad but you're gonna you're gonna get it yeah it anyway it's part of all part of the experience here at real nerds interviews too it'll um awesome and in an upcoming shows we'll just we'll just roll we'll just all that slap crap out yeah just It'll roll be. it all. Just fucking spread it on. What is it like cheese? Yeah, yeah. like 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 foul smelling wheel nerdsy cheese from wheel nerd cellars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're in a cellar. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> this isn't the first cellar we've been in. Thus, wheel nerd cellars together. Mm-hmm. Without mm-hmm. pants, surrounded by blankets. <laughs> this is getting really creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you learned, Todd? I've learned that I should go to AM Expo next year, so I think I will. 
I've learned to ride behind row. <laughs> Good advice. Don't ride in front of row. No, no. <laughs> ride behind row. Unless you unless you want real close cuddle riding. Unless you you, you need that that voice on your shoulder, literally. Then yeah, ride behind row. All right then. Well, that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. At Amexpo, where I'm totally going to be. <laughs> you can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. This is a naked gold wing in amazing shape. Perfect. Sh- God damn it, Chuck.